In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Welcome this evening to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today we celebrate the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the course of the Mass we'll hear in the Gospel reading of the story of the lost sheep. And it's a story especially about the constancy of God's love for us. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of mercy. Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord. You are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, and that we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord spoke to Moses, Go down now, because your people, whom you have brought out of Egypt, have apostatized. They have been quick to leave the way I marked out for them. They have made themselves a calf of molten metal, and have worshipped it, and offered it sacrifice. Here is your God Israel, they have cried, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. I can see how headstrong these people are. Leave me, now my wrath shall blaze out against them and devour them. Of you, however, I will make a great nation. But Moses pleaded with the Lord his God. Lord, he said, why should your wrath blaze out against this people of yours, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt with arm outstretched and mighty hand? Remember Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, your servants, to whom by your own self you swore and made this promise. I will make your offspring as many as the stars of heaven, and all this land which I promised I will give to your descendants, and it shall be their heritage forever. So the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. The word of the Lord. I will leave this place and go to my father. I will leave this place and go to my father. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offence. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. 
A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Leave this place and go to my Father. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. My sacrifice is a contrite spirit, a humbled contrite heart you will not spurn. Leave this place and go to my Father. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength, and who judged me faithful enough to call me into his service, even though I used to be a blasphemer, and did all I could to injure and discredit the faith. Mercy, however, was shown me, because until I became a believer, I had been acting in ignorance, and the grace of our Lord filled me with faith and with the love that is in Christ Jesus. Here is a saying that you can rely on, and nobody should doubt that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. I myself am the greatest of them, and if mercy has been shown to me, it is because Jesus Christ meant to make me the greatest evidence of his inexhaustible patience for all the other people who would later have trust in him to come to eternal life. To the eternal King, the undying, invisible and only God, be honour and glory for ever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear what he had to say, and the Pharisees and the scribes complained. This man, they said, welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. What man among you with a hundred sheep, losing one, would not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the missing one till he found it? And when he found it, Would he not joyfully take it on his shoulders and then, when he got home, call together his friends and neighbours? Rejoice with me, he would say. I have found my sheep that was lost. In the same way, I tell you, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner than over ninety-nine virtuous who have no need of repentance. The Gospel of the Lord. For those of you who love your mobile phone, you will be excited to know that the iPhone 11 has just appeared on the market. If you wish to buy it, however, you have to have uh, deep pockets because it comes in at an eye-watering £769 per mobile. It has, as you can imagine, with a new phone, all the gadgets that go with it. Instead of having just one lens, it now has three lenses where you can see close up, far away, and a kind of wider vision of things. 
makers tell us that most people nowadays, instead of using phones in order to call people and make, uh, send messages, actually they use it most of all for taking pictures. The irony of that seems to be kind of lost in those that make the phones. They're not actually making phones, but they're actually making uh, 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 cameras, if you like. Other gadgets along the way are that it's the fastest chip in all of the mobile phones. It's got a battery life that's five hours more than its predecessor, and that certainly would be handy. But a strange one is that it is water resistant up to four meters for 30 minutes. What kind of strange thing that is. Although I can imagine maybe dropping it in the bath on occasion, I can't, can't quite imagine diving into a deep pool and suddenly discovering perhaps that I have no phone with me. Coming at the pricely sum of some £759, with all of those flashy new things, you wouldn't want to lose your new phone. In fact, one of the greatest fears that people have nowadays is exactly that, that they will somehow lose their phone. For it has become an essential part of life and the living. There's often, as you know, if you have a phone yourself, that blind panic that you have, where you wonder just exactly where you put your phone. It's a bigger thing losing your phone than losing your keys, your card, your wallet. All of these things very often can be replaced, but somehow your phone itself is irreplaceable with all its contacts, its pictures, its diary, and whatever else you might have on it. And that fear also that somebody might be phoning you at that very minute and somehow you can't answer them. You might not know it, but there's now a recognised phobia uh, that is called nomophobia. It's the anxiety of losing your phone, believe it or not. A recent study of some 547 undergraduates, 23% of them were suffering from this recognised anxiety. And uh, a further 64% could have been suffering from the same anxiety. And believe it or not, 77% of those, that number uh, uh, that were interviewed uh, checked their phone some 35 times in the course of a single day. Losing things is what we hear of in the Gospel of today's Mass, if you remember that Gospel. But not a costly phone, but rather a sheep. And Jesus poses, his question, poses a question to those who are listening to him, and the situation would not have been lost on this uh, group of people. Someone has a hundred sheep, one wanders off into the desert. What is it that you do? Do you go out and look for that single sheep? Or do you put the other sheep at danger and just simply cut your losses? Do you risk the 99 for the sake of the one sheep? The point of the story probably is clear to us, that the 99 sheep, uh, the one sheep, is just as important as the 99 sheep in the story. The shepherd would risk everything to recover even this lost sheep. And in the end, what we hear is the sheer joy when the person has found this lost sheep. Modern men and women know exactly that fear of losing things, something that you want to find 
and you would give everything to find it. And perhaps it resides in that simple example of losing your phone when you sense that it may be at the bottom of your bag or it may be at the, on the table where you left it or maybe you might have the experience of somebody returning it to you who has found it themselves. We have that sense of joy in our own life and relief that the thing has found that was so valuable to us. At the heart of the Christian message is exactly this theme of thing that is lost and the thing that is found. Person lost, person found. The soul lost, the soul saved and redeemed. That which is straying is brought back. What we hear of in the gospel over and over again is that same theme, that God seeks out that which is lost. He wishes to find the thing that is lost. The thing about ourselves is that we very often give up on things that are lost. What's lost is lost, we say. We won't get the thing back again. No use crying over it. But the story is a profound reminder that God doesn't think in the same way as us. God doesn't give up on us. God doesn't lose hope. God never stops searching, calling, and seeking out that which is lost. Very often in life, you know that we can give up, perhaps on the young boy who is lost or is out of control. The teacher himself gives up on the child who doesn't learn anymore. We give up on the alcoholic or the drug addict. We give up on the person who has gone to prison. We give up on that person who always seems to us unhappy. We give up on that person who turns out to be a difficult person. They are lost to us. God, however, doesn't seem to think in the same terms. He never cuts his losses. He is never happy with just having the 99 and not having the one sheep who has somehow wandered off. He searches, looks and finds and rejoices when he finds the one that is lost. All this tells us something about God's love for us that is strong and a constant love. He came that none should be lost and all should be saved. Came to find the lost sheep, to find the lost coin, to win back the prodigal son. He came that none should be lost and all should be saved. I think I can say that I've got my phone somewhere here in my pocket. I'm not exactly sure. But over the course of a day, like yourself, I might have lost it ten times and wonder just exactly where it is. And maybe you might be wondering the same yourself. Where is that phone? Is it really at the bottom of my bag? Maybe it's on the table where I left it. Don't worry, I'm sure that you might find it at the end of the day. But there are much more important things to lose in life than a mobile phone. But the thing that we hear from the reading of today's Mass is that God himself will never allow us to be lost. No one is lost from God. He comes to search us out, to find us, and of course to reunite us with himself. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Aware and strong in the belief that God loves us, we make our prayers once again to him. For Pope Francis, who has returned from Africa, that his visit may bring encouragement and strength to all those he met and spoke to. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the people who live in Bahama and have known death and destruction in recent times, that they may receive all the help that they need to rebuild their homes and their lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all of us who have a responsibility to care for our planet, the land, the seas and the air, that we will do all we can to look after the good things in creation that God has given us. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For families who grieve the loss of a family member, for the grace of consolation in times of personal loss, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those preparing to start university and college courses, for success in their studies in the year to come, Lord, hear us. Lord, us. For all who have died, Marie Maguire and Marion Few, and all that we are asked to remember, Lord, hear us. Lord, Almighty God, we can never be lost from your love. You never lose sight of us and you never give up on us. You never stop loving us. Give us then today a strong faith for daily life to meet the challenges that we have to face. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The offertory hymn is number 470. Hymn number 470.
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look with favour in our supplications, O Lord, and in your kindness accept these, your servants' offerings, that what each has offered to the honour of your name may serve the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just that we should give you thanks and praise, O God, Almighty Father, for all you do in this world through our Lord Jesus Christ. For though the human race is divided by dissension and discord, yet we know that by testing us, you change our hearts to prepare them for reconciliation. Even more by your spirits, you move human hearts that enemies may speak to each other again, adversaries join hands, and people seek to meet together. By the working of your power, it comes about, O Lord, that hatred is overcome by love, revenge gives way to forgiveness, and discord is changed to mutual respect. Therefore, as we give you ceaseless thanks, with the choirs of angels, we cry out to you on earth, and without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord Lord, God of hosts, hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed be you come to the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You therefore, Almighty Father, be blessed through Jesus Christ, your Son, who comes in your name. He himself is the word that brings salvation, the hand you extend to sinners, the way by which your peace is offered to us. When we ourselves had turned away from you on account of our sins, you brought us back to be reconciled, O Lord, so that converted at last, you might see we might love one another uh, through your Son, whom for our sake you handed over to death. And now celebrating the reconciliation Christ brought us, we entreat you, sanctify these gifts by the outpouring of your Spirit, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, whose command we fulfil when we celebrate these mysteries. For when about to give his life to set us free, as he reclined at supper, He himself took bread into his hands, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, on that same evening, he took the chalice of blessing in his hands, confessing your mercy, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Celebrating, therefore, the memorial of the death and resurrection of your Son, who left us the pledge of his love, we offer you what you have bestowed on us, the sacrifice of perfect reconciliation. Holy Father, we humbly beseech you to accept us also together with your Son, and in the saving banquet, graciously to endow us with his very spirit 
who takes away everything that estranges us from one another. May he make your church a sign of unity and an instrument of your peace among all people. And may he keep us in communion with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, all the bishops and your entire people. Just as you have gathered us now at the table of your Son, so also bring us together with the glorious Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and all the saints, with our brothers and sisters and those of every race and tongue who have died in your friendship. Bring us to share with them in the unending banquet of unity in a new heaven and a new earth where the fullness of your peace will shine forth in Christ Jesus our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word of my soul shall be shown.
Thanksgiving hymn is number 744. Hymn number 744. Let us pray. May the working of this heavenly gift, O Lord, we pray, take possession of our minds and bodies, so that its effects, and not our own desires, may always prevail in us, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Final hymn is number 234. Hymn number 234. 